From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, April 13th. After a special meeting with ATV outfitters and guides yesterday, the county commission has more to consider as it refines new policies aimed at reducing noise in the valley. The county's draft policies set maximum sound pressure levels countywide. They also place limits on ATV-related businesses, like limiting guided tours to six ATVs in a caravan, including the guide. They would also limit overall fleet sizes to 12 street-legal ATVs in the county. Although business owners took little issue with the size limits on guided tours, they in no uncertain terms were united against limits on their overall fleets. You you put us with our backs against the wall when you talk about limiting fleet size. Jennifer Johnson is a co-owner of Epic 4x4 Adventures. Those in the meeting yesterday also included reps from Ultimate UTV Adventures, Moab Cowboy Off-Road Tours, and Moab Side-by-Side. Johnson said that if the county pursues limits on fleet sizes, they should expect these groups to get organized with a legal challenge. You've you've heard us all. We're happy with caravan size. We'll buy equipment for our machines to make them quieter. We're willing to do all that. But as soon as you start talking about limiting our fleets, when there there are agencies in the city with hundreds There's a brand new company in in San Juan County that will be running the roads with more machines right now today than the ones you're saying are going to be in your caps. That is when we will come out swinging. During the meeting, ATV business owners also took issue with the idea of trailering and shuttling tours to local trailheads. They also spoke negatively about recently lowered speed limits on ATVs in the county and city, saying it's causing road rage. That prompted County Commissioner Sarah Stock to ask, well, what do you think would work to curb noise impacts? Our residents have spoken loud and clear hundreds of letters about the UTV problem specifically. So we're going to take action. And I just want to invite people to really try to be creative. Think of solutions. In response, most ATV business owners called for strict enforcement of the county's future noise ordinance. Here's Dave from Extreme 4x4. Let's start with sound compliance. Let's make that 92 decibel for the side-by-sides, get law enforcement out there checking machines, pulling over out-of-towners with aftermarket exhaust. That's your solution right there. Go after the out-of-towners with their race pipes that are absolutely illegal on the street. Get those guys tickets, and then when they come back to Moab, they're going to throw on their stock pipe, or they're just not going to bring their machine back to Moab. During a seven-day period over Easter Jeep Safari, Grand County Attorney Christina Sloan said the sheriff's office issued 24 citations and warnings to ATV drivers on license and registration issues. Sloan said increased public comment to the sheriff's office may have made law enforcement more willing to do those checks. She said right now the county and city are working to build a multi-agency team on noise enforcement. Perhaps one of the more creative but long-term solutions presented yesterday, investment in all-electric ATVs and UTVs. Scott McFarland of High Point Hummer and ATV is a dealer in the vehicles. When it comes to electric, he says he sees opportunity for Moab. Moab's got a great opportunity to embrace that, grab a hold of that, and become, you know, the leader in the country of a community that wants a safe environment a sustainable environment, a quiet environment, 
and a great place to visit. Steve Hall at Vanderhall Motorworks in Provo is developing an all-electric side-by-side. Called the Navarro, he told the group it should be released by 2022. Hall said they are working on making a vehicle quiet enough to be accepted in the national parks. So it's usually like a 20, 25 decibel hum, similar to Tesla's. So you you won't be able to hear anything. Like if you're inside your house and it goes by at 25 miles per hour, you might hear a little tire noise. You will not hear anything from the powertrain. An all-electric feature does have its skeptics and is likely more of a long-term vision process. Right now, the county will make a decision on their current policies regarding noise, as well as ATV business regulations, during a special meeting on Thursday. The Moab City Council is also discussing their noise ordinance during their regular meeting tonight. There will be a public hearing on the matter around 7 o'clock. As we reported last week, Moab is not the only community in our region facing noise and other impacts from ATVs. The tiny mountain town of Marble, Colorado, is located off a scenic byway, where ATV-related tourism is picking up. At a recent town meeting, a working group with representatives from every level of government gave updates on potential solutions to overuse. But as Kathleen Shannon with our partners at KDNK reports, not all attendees left the meeting satisfied. We have Josh Voss here, Tim Hunter here, I'm a businessman here. All the socially distanced chairs in the back room of Marble's community church were taken at the town's April 1st meeting. Its biggest agenda item was an update from the Lead King Loop Working Group. That group has been studying increased OHV or off-highway vehicle use since 2018 and published a recent study about impacts on the town, including increased noise, dust, erosion, and safety concerns. There are members of the group representing every level of government from municipal to federal. In the federal seat is Shelley Grail, recreation manager for the White River National Forest. The 13-mile Lead King Loop is a major access point to the Maroondell Snowmass Wilderness, one of the founding areas of the Wilderness Act created in 1964. National forests are prized for multi-use access, from hikers and cyclists to horseback riders and, yes, ATVs. Grail says she often reminds users of this policy. You know, we don't really prioritize one over the other, which is why stakeholder groups are really important for us. It's so crucial that we are sitting down with the town, the county, and other stakeholders so that we're hearing from everyone. The Forest Service uses permitting systems to deal with overuse in areas like Conundrum Hot Springs. But the first line of defense in dealing with too many forest users is enforcement. Marble's isolated location makes enforcement challenging, and Shelley says the Forest Service is short-staffed. There's currently an agreement in the works between the Forest Service and Gunnison County to provide needed funds. $10,000 would pay for one to two days of patrolling by a forest protection officer. Marble trustees also agreed to pitch in some cash. Forest protection officers can write up tickets for violations of parking signs or noise regulations, but they cannot make arrests. That level of enforcement falls on the Gunnison County Sheriff's Office, another agency that has difficulty getting to Marble. The town, along with Somerset, sits in a remote corner of the county that the sheriff calls the area. He plans to have a deputy available to patrol starting in August. But local resident Peter Mertz says that enforcement will come too late. The problem is glaring and imminent. You know, in the next 60 days, we're going to have 
a lot of people showing up here and they're going to park right on the edge of Beaver Lake and they're going to park blocking my driveway without enforcement, you know, what are we going to do? Stand out there with a shotgun tell everybody to get off, you know, our driveway? The town of Marble doesn't have enforcement power, but it can make rules. Capping truck and trailer parking is one way to stymie ATV use. A more extreme route is banning ATVs in town altogether, leaving no way for riders to get to the National Forest. In fact, part of the Lead King Loop is a county road, so Gunnison County could also choose to ban ATVs and effectively eliminate ATV traffic in Marble. Resident Alex Menard supports the ban on ATVs, but fears the town is slow to take action because of a conflict of interest. Marble's mayor, Ryan Vinciguera, owns Slow Groove and Barbecue, the town's only full-service restaurant. Menard pushed the town to take action with an unofficial vote. It's absolutely so plain that you guys should just stop the ATVs now. Now. How many people here would rather hear 98 decibels? Raise your hand, compared to a bird singing. Okay, 98 decibels, anybody? Okay, bird singing, anybody? Education has been proposed as another tool. The town plans to organize volunteers to answer questions from visitors, kiosk style. Additional signage is considered low-hanging fruit on the education agenda as well. Trustee Josh Vaught notes that 45% of tourists in Marble are first-time visitors. i got to admit, like, I've been coming up here to Marble for a long time, and it took me a couple years to figure out my way around town with how it jogs through town. It's really wonky, and there's no cell phone service. Local resident Terry Havens says these ideas for education are lame. She and Menard both doubt those messages will reach their intended audience. <laughs> You've probably seen the names of the models, right? Like Prowler and Enforcer and oh. Punisher, <laughs> all names like that. So but if you ever on a recent spring afternoon, Havens sits on her porch, a stone's throw from the county road that climbs toward the Lead King Loop. I bought property on a Jeep trail. I don't expect it to be closed. I expect some traffic, but I think probably in the last five or six years, that's when I started writing letters. Anyway it started getting really bad because the ATVs changed so much. They became side by side and and they became louder and faster and more numerous. She says it's not just about her home. The wilderness beyond it is important to her too. Havens was advocating for a permit system before Marble's last town meeting. Now she agrees with Menard that somewhere along the line of ATV traffic, those vehicles need to be banned. For KDNK News, I'm Kathleen Shannon. That story comes from our partners at KDNK in Carbondale, Colorado. And that's the news for Tuesday, April 13th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.